my name is Christina, and thank you for checking in to the Home for Rabbit OCs. This is a podcast where a friend and I talk about our original characters, the good, the bad, and the self-inserts. And today, our guest is my friend Jake. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Good. Yeah, thank you for being willing to come back. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> at this point, over 50 episodes later. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what episode this is, but I, I we were just talking, I was four or five, so like every 50 or so, I'll, I'll come mm-hmm. back and uh, we'll talk <laughs> about another- Every two years. <laughs> yeah, every two years, I'll come back and we can talk about one of my idiot kids. Because mm-hmm. you do have a lot of, not all of your characters that I am aware of are idiot kids, but a lot of them are idiot kids. Or idiot adults. <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a mold that I like to <laughs> that yeah. I like to, to live in. So, as as someone who also has a mold that my characters tend to end up falling into, whether intentional or not, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think everyone's kind of got that sweet spot that they that they mm-hmm. like. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But yeah, so which of your which of your idiot kids are we talking about today? Uh, today we are talking about Beth Wister, um, a character nice. that basically no one knows about because uh she's from a comic idea that i've had since i think 2013 2012 2013 nice see i feel like i i am a little bit familiar with beth because i was putting away character sheets the other night and i found my list of games that we've done and i have a record of beth being a red power ranger in that one tabletop game that Scoot was running that we played once and then never got back to. Yeah, and I actually wasn't in that one because uh, I think Matt Hoadley and I could not make it to that one. And so mm-hmm. our characters were like, we decided they were on the soccer team. So mm-hmm. they were not there because they were on a school trip or whatever. <laughs> so Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's a, she's a, a started as a Power Ranger OC and then mm-hmm. became a Power Ranger knockoff homage OC, which is uh, very go. different, extremely, totally different, totally mm-hmm. different thing. The transforming hero, Beth. <laughs> yes, uh, she's a, a battle cider, which is the uh, okay, okay, the the term that I came up with after about five seconds of just running a bunch of different words through my head and, and seeing what felt good. You know what? Valid. I think it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh, so what do you want to know about her? Well, where would you like to start? Would you like to start with how you came up with Beth as a character? Or her, like, in-universe biography of, like, when she was a small child? You know, that kind of a thing. Uh, I can start with her, like, uh, I guess, creation origins. Yeah, um, go for it. So when the... It was probably, like, 2000... Like, Christmas 2011, mm-hmm. I think. I'm pretty sure that's when, like, that's right around when they uh, released that, like, big dvd box set of like all of mighty morphin um and it was like it, it was like a two-pack it came with that and like a turbo through or zeo through lost galaxy i think oh okay it, um it used to be on a shelf near me but now it is in a box and a storage unit about two miles down the road and i need to get it <laughs> um because i recently moved yeah so i was watching a bunch of power rangers for the first time in like 15, 20 years yeah close to 20 well, i mean I think I think it was at least ten, um, maybe maybe twelve ish because like I I watched uh, like like really like it was the only thing I cared about for mm-hmm. like a solid five years. Mm-hmm. So like all I got for Christmas or birthdays is all Power Ranger stuff from like nineteen ninety three to like ninety seven ninety eight. Um, mm-hmm. I remember watching up through In Space like it was my job. Yeah, um, which now it 
is. <laughs> so <laughs> funny how the world works. Um, Ain't that just I, the way, though? I remember watching Lost Galaxy, which was, I think, 99. And then I kind of, mm-hmm. I, I saw a little bit of Lightspeed, but that's a, around, I was like 10, you know, so I, I was like, oh, I'm. Too cool for Power Rangers. I'm grown now. And but my little brother's seven years younger than me, so he was like just getting into it then. Um, mm-hmm. So he started watching them. He was still like little at that point. He would have been yeah. like three or four. So he was like getting Aww. into Power Rangers. Yeah. Because um, he was really into Power Rangers from like Wild Force through Mystic Force, maybe somewhere around there. That like that was like been his. Like, I think Mystic Force was like 06, 08, something like that. Yeah, so that, that that's about right because because I um because I, I moved out to go to college in '08, so yeah, mm-hmm. around around there. So I would like see Power Rangers before I hadn't watched any since like 2000, yeah. the latest, right? Yeah. So but I then got this, you found this box set. So I got this box set for Christmas, and I was like, "Here, let me watch all of Power Rangers." And I so I put it in, and I'm you know I'm in mm-hmm. I'm in his room because at that point uh that was 2012, so I had moved I had uh, I'd gone to college, moved to California. Failed miserably, moved home, lived on my parents' couch. So I didn't have, like, hey. a room or a door or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he did and had a TV and a DVD player in there. So I, like, when he wasn't, <laughs> like, doing anything, I was, like, commandeer and watch Power Rangers for, like, there you, you go. know, seven, eight hours a day when I wasn't at work. Um, mm-hmm. So I watched a bunch of Power Rangers, and I was I had this idea for a continuation of a rumored alternate ending to the first season of power rangers (laughs) okay what is what was this rumor okay so originally the episode doomsday is the 40th episode of uh mighty Morphin power rangers well doomsday part two is the 40th episode and at the end uh there's a they they beat cyclopsis and Mm -hmm. zordon is like what um do you want to keep being a power ranger or not because you've like you've done it you've beaten it and this was set up so that (laughs) because Because, you, you know, you've won, you've beaten all the evil there is, so, like, you can mm-hmm. either keep being a Power Ranger or not. And they say, like, of course we're going to keep being Power Rangers, because, like, who wouldn't? Like, who in their right mind wouldn't? Yeah. But Billy also says something like, there's probably regular crimes we can help stop. Because, like, yeah. at that point, they were trying to, like, couch the fact that, like, when they filmed it, they didn't know how popular Power Rangers was going to be. Yeah, right? yeah. They- it's, it's the kind of thing where it's, like, we, we are filming... And all of these before any of them get released, so we have no idea how good it's going to be or if we're going to get renewed. Yeah, so they filmed, like, they filmed, like, 16, like, the first 16 episodes, like, really mm-hmm. quick. And they didn't see the footage they were going to have to deal with, so they were surprised when there was a sixth ranger. Like, when Tommy, sh- yeah. like, there's a green ranger, they're like, what yes. are we going to do? We need to, like, now we have to do something, you know. So, like, that's mm-hmm. how, like, kind of ahead they Seat were. Seat the pants. <laughs> yeah, so, so they got around to filming episode 40, and they were like, we're going to put this, um... We're going to film, allegedly, again, this mm-hmm. might be apocryphal, we are, we are yeah. going to film two different endings. One is him saying, you did it, you won, thank you for being Power Rangers, go about your normal lives. And the other one is, mm-hmm. is them going, we'll still be Power Rangers. Okay. So I was like, what if they, what if it did end? What if what if that was, like, the end of it, right? And they okay. said, like, that's that's it. And then 20 years later, bad guys come back, because, like, the 20-year anniversary was coming up. Mm-hmm. And so it's like 20 years mm-hmm. later, now there are monsters again, and uh, Tommy uh, has the old power coins that were just kind of left there, mm-hmm. and uh, he's going to go to the high school, because that's what you do. You go to the high school to find new Power Rangers, because like, yeah, you got to have teenagers with attitude, right? 
Yeah. So it's that, and it was it was like just I called it like Power Rangers Redux or something. I think that's what it is in a notes folder somewhere on a computer <laughs> on my old ancient <laughs> decrepit computer. Um. So I had that idea, and there was like a lot of stuff that I had like uh, that I had planned out, like um, the idea that something happened using Time Force technology to like change the history. So like it should have kept going, like Power Rangers did, but someone mm-hmm. came back and messed with stuff, so it didn't. So, and, someone came back and took out all the bad guys, so Zordon let them retire. Yeah, or or like someone just like possessed Zordon or whatever, and was like, "You don't hmm. get a, you don't get a, like you're done, like that's it, you did, a, you did it." And then so like you would find out later in like in this series, like while they're fighting, you know, monsters, you would find out mm-hmm. that like Trini has left the planet, and the reason Zed never came here is because Trini just went to like destroy him by herself, <laughs> and like she's been basically off fighting people out in the world for. 19 years and like wow jason's been traveling the planet earth to find all of the power sources attached to the morphin grid mm-hmm. and like there would be a thing later where like people who would become power rangers like don't like become them but like it would step up in power ranger ways because once a ranger always a ranger mm-hmm. and there's a lot of stuff like mm-hmm. that um i like that that's fun I think I thought it was a good idea, and then at some point in like 2013 i think it was i was trying to like get into comics like to to write them and make them which is mm-hmm. a prohibitively expensive um uh thing you can decide to do yes. especially <laughs> if you can't draw and you need to like convince someone else who can do that to like use their time to I mean, to do it you i, I think you, i think there's it's probably fair to say that there's a lot of people nowadays who would be willing to make art for comics with you Jake myself included <laughs> i mean here's the thing it's like I feel like I should pay people and I just cannot do that. (laughs) So like, you know, I'm sure now maybe, but in 2013, no one knew me from Adam, right? Because I didn't start doing podcasts until 2014 and nobody cared about those for like two solid years. (laughs) So, um, so we, me and Josh, my podcasting partner, who Mm -hmm. I believe has been on the show. Yeah. He's been on the show, uh, for once to talk about Hannah. Yeah. He's guested on like two podcasts three podcasts ever only two without me so like this is a very exclusive club that that, uh, <laughs> that you are in um so we were talking about it because we were you know both into power rangers as you mm-hmm. might imagine since we started doing a podcast about it yes um, so we we're talking back and forth and he's like why don't you just like do something with that and i was like yeah i i can do something and then i was like mm, i don't have the rights to power rangers <laughs> so i yeah. can't so then I just took um a like crane game. I just picked up all the characters and just moved them over to this new thing. Um there with you like go, a, there you a, go. a very different like premise um mm-hmm. that that was much more seated in like the like homaging Power Rangers because every time anyone tries to like do something with Power Rangers, I feel like a lot of the times they miss the point and it's mm-hmm. it's all like like either dark and gritty or they try to get really into the weeds yeah. on like the mythology and stuff which i which i enjoy but at the same time like mm-hmm. the first episode of power rangers had no idea there was going to be a second episode of power rangers no. like no they didn't they were just like, lit- they were out here doing the best they could with what they had which was not a lot <laughs> nothing they they filmed like five episodes a week like they filmed they filmed like like five six days a week you know 14 hour days and they would just mm-hmm. constantly like okay today we're filming five episodes worth of uh command center stuff and so they, yeah. they were just like going and so like i because i recently like a couple of months ago i watched like the first three or three or five episodes mm-hmm. and i forget what happened but there was something where they said something and i was like 
you have no idea what you're saying. You are just you are just creating mythology and you do yeah. not care. And I was like, <laughs> I and I love that about this. Yeah. Because the f- the first episode, Day-, Day of the Dumpster, like that holds up. That is like a a wonderful premiere because it is. Oh yeah. It is so efficient in like, here's the characters. Here's what you need to know about them. Uh, now there are monsters. Now they fight monsters. Now they have a robot, and like, or they now they transform. Now they have a robot. Now it goes back to them being like Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. It's like it's so efficient and it's bananas <laughs> that it's like still so good almost thirty years later. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things that would like try to like make new Power Ranger stuff like I feel like missed a lot of the point. And a lot of it is yeah. it, the, especially the first season is so one off. Like mm-hmm. there's a five parter where you know Green with Evil. Yeah. The the genie does not get a second appearance. Like the genie from episode like nine, like no one they kill him and he's gone. Like that's it. And, yeah, like the whole yeah. the whole <laughs> They forgot what they had. Yeah, and like yeah, exactly like like Kim and Billy switch bodies, they fight a genie, they switch back. Everything's fixed and they never talk about that ever again. And it's it's gone and done. Like and yeah, I, so I wanted there's to, no continuity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I wanted to make something that had that kind of like spirit but like um okay wasn't just like here is just power rangers and it started out like here is just power rangers like there was like a green candle arc that was like the whole thing and i was like maybe don't do that. <laughs> maybe switch it up a little bit yeah um so I, you know it went through some like iterations but it basically mm-hmm. ended as what if instead of teenagers with attitude which is like objectively like kind of a terrible thing to get for your superheroes they're like famously moody and yes. uh, rebellious so like <laughs> yeah what if it's what if instead uh, it was like I'm gonna get five young twenty somethings who are in massive college okay. debt and have dead end jobs and don't want to like <laughs> and like don't have anything going for them because like yeah that's the kind of people I feel like would do a really good job saving the world is <laughs> like oh now I yeah. have a reason to get out of bed cool let me do that like yeah yeah also because like speaking as someone who you know went to college and now is like there's a lot of things in the world that are terrible that that need to be changed and i mean yep. god literally like <laughs> literally turn on your social media feed for like for like a minute and a half or turn on the yeah. news and you will or maybe not turn on the news but ch- check the internet <laughs> and you'll see you know people people motivating and agitating and like trying to get things done and a lot of it is like you know young adults yeah and um, especially in college where like especially like right after graduation a lot of times people are adrift unless they're going back into you know med school or getting their master's degree or something yeah or they hit like they hit like that's that like lottery of like here's what i got my degree in and i can Mm -hmm. use it immediately in a job that will pay me um Mm -hmm. I did not have that experience, so yeah, at the either. time, at the time I was thinking of this, I was also a twenty-something with a bunch of college debt and no direction and a job there that I hated. There so, you like, go. It, you know, write what you know, I guess. So, I had these characters. I had this idea, and then so mm-hmm. I just kind of populated from there. And then Beth is the uh, the Red Ranger of okay the Battle Side Five, which is I I just literally kept saying words until something sounded. <laughs> like good that i like that would like it had a good mouthfeel mm-hmm. i landed on battle side five in like five seconds and was like good that's it done and then also you now go. you have a bunch of iterations where you, there's battle side live or battle side drive you can kind of like mm-hmm. iterate on it like that <laughs> battle um, side hive which is just five bees <laughs> a bunch of bugs that, that's literally <laughs> written down somewhere there oh my god ba- really yeah, ba- uh, yeah battle side hive um battle side live which they all have instruments it's all music based 
Oh, um, nice. The Battleside Dive was sort of like the, the swim was team. Gonna, it was going to be the follow up like Zeo thing. So it was going to be like uh, like you go to Atlantis and kids, like your powers are gone now. You have to go get new ones. And there's like okay. something, something's going on at Atlantis. It's, okay. That's literally the most amount of fleshed out it ever got. Because that's it, okay. You know, it's I didn't finish. I didn't make the first thing, so I don't need to worry about the second thing. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's how it started. That's how we got to here, I guess. Yeah. So, would you like to just kind of like briefly run through who the other who who Beth's teammates are on the Battlesiders? Uh, sure. So Beth Beth is uh, the Red Ranger. The Black Ranger is uh Packy Reyes, who is her uh, best friend slash um like weird brother like they are like they have known each other for so long that they might as well be related that that kind of thing yeah um, okay because i have a couple friends like that like my fr- my friend josh not the same josh um yes. that i was talking about i have another friend josh who uh because mm-hmm. pack- they're all kind of based on me and my friends and like the relationships because yeah. it's, e- it's easy to be like well this is how we interact so i can pull things like that or like here's a dumb conversation that we had so i can move that mm-hmm. into their mouths yeah. Um, and it will sound good, I guess. Um, so it's Becky Reyes, who is, uh, the, the Black Ranger, who's this, like, big truck of a man who can, like, you know, toss stuff. Nice. Uh, there is Aaron Davies, the Blue Ranger. There's, uh, Chelsea Song. Originally Chelsea Park, because originally she was going to be, um, Adam Park's daughter in the, like, the Redux a million years ago. Okay. And then, uh, so she was Chelsea Park, and then when I moved it over, she just kept being chelsea park and then we did sequinox and there's caden park and i was like i don't yeah. want to step on like our own toes so <laughs> i just changed her last name um uh, so she's the yellow ranger uh and then there is uh quentin willard who is the uh the pink ranger nice and there's uh uh the name is in flux right now but danny something the green ranger uh who she shows up later and it's okay. sort of a similar like turns evil there's a whole thing yeah. gotta get him you know because like it, it is a lot of it is like i mean power mighty morphin worked really well so like what if you know mm-hmm. let's play in that space yeah um so they each the the i guess the conceit of their team is that it is um science versus magic uh okay. so their team is science but they are the classical like elements so like the fire water uh earth, wind earth metal heart, and aether it, it, yeah, so it's like uh it's it's like heart, which is like the human element is the the pink one, and then mm-hmm. um the green ranger would be void, like the like the aether, the kind of fifth like weird yeah. one, but it would be sixth, and that's kind of a plot point in it at at you know, later. Mm-hmm. Um and it's, so it's it's science versus magic, and the magic side are all the periodic table of elements, but like if they oh, were okay. monsters. So okay, it's like okay. a you know just kind of playing with the expectations of them um so like the uh the putties would all be like i don't know i have literally no idea what i named them i should have looked something up but they're hydrogen (laughs) so they're like really easy to like destroy but they also will blow up if you're not careful and like yeah there's a million of them and stuff so and you know stuff like that Mm -hmm. so that's that's the team uh their their mentor is enuma who is a uh, uh, someone trapped somewhere else that communicates through a screen slash tube slash something? Yeah, um, and but uh, someone who actually has a physical body that is just not present. It's just not there because that is the Buck Wildest thing about Zordon is they're like he's stuck <laughs> in a time warp, and you're like, okay, I don't know what that that makes no sense. That doesn't mean anything, uh, mm-hmm. Papa Heim, but we'll go with it for now because like whatever, yeah. it's 1993. Who cares? Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know you get to in space, and no, he is just a face in a tube. 
<laughs> That's all. And, cause, yeah. and I think it's actually probably in Turbo. He like dips. Like he just like flies away to go back to Eltar because there's like a war or something going on there. And just you're like, like but wait the, a minute. The tube grows rockets and just rockets out of the it command center like, like a launch from Cape Canaveral or something. Yeah. <laughs> he just like teleports out like they do. And I'm like, aren't you trapped in a God. time warp somewhere? What does uh, that even mean? So who knows? So again, they didn't care. They just they just said he's trapped in a time warp. You can see him in the tube, yeah. and then that became he is the tube. Please don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Enuma is an actual physical person. Enuma does exist somewhere, but uh, he is sort of trapped in a like between space where mm-hmm. he you know you can't just like go get him. You can't rescue him, but he is like trapped in like this. Uh, you know, like a uh, dimension kind of, a, kind of a thing, maybe. Yeah, like some sort of nightmare dimension after the fight that he had with the villain. Um, mm-hmm. Anuma's like assistant, like his Alpha Five, is a uh, a uh, uh, Flamel who is like this uh, mean robot um, who ha- just hates the Battlesiders because yeah, she didn't want them to be. She they, she's like, we should have picked people who were competent. You picked like twenty somethings. Like yeah, they work at like Walmart and a burger joint, and like <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's you know we could have gone better and he's like no don't worry about it and you know that's a part of contention mm-hmm. uh the villain is uh Tellerique, who is a, okay. uh, a space alchemist witch okay um who was trapped somewhere and then was freed and now is trying to kind of put together her army of periodic table of elements and send them mm-hmm. at uh the battlesiders and the big thing i wanted to clean up there is the first episode rita is like when Whenever someone escapes from a prison after 10,000 years, yes, no matter what, you destroy the nearest planet. This is your going, this is your coming out party, and yes. that's just what you, there's literally no reason for her yes. to destroy Earth other than, like, it was close. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's d- dumb. <laughs> so I wanted to yeah. just, like, give her a reason. So it's her being like, well, I'm going to attack. There's something going on in this town, because that's, you know, where Anuma is and where he decided to, like, set up shop so clearly mm-hmm. something's going on there and like more of a vendetta than a oh yeah, hey you're you're also here zordon extra bonus for me to destroy this planet yeah like you like she goes like like i guess i'll start here and then there's like power rangers there that like send her away that like you know beat her back and she's like well now i'm gonna keep attacking here because i know there's power it's like no i'm gonna keep attacking mm-hmm. here anyway and like now i also have this other problem that i gotta deal with mm-hmm. so um that's sort of the remaining cast um there was a bulk and skull character Who's, I know one of them was named Piper, and I do not know the other one's name because it's been a minute since I have looked at That's anything okay. about this. Um, and that was kind of that for for the for the the amount of characters I had like that I can remember. I'm sure there were more. Yeah, that's okay. So, would you like to talk a little bit then about like what is like Beth's story? Like, how did she become chosen to be a battle cider? Uh, so what led to this point (laughs) what what led well it seems like random chance because that is literally how the power rangers were picked is there's like give five people there's five people they're wearing the appropriate colors now you're power rangers congratulations so it seems (laughs) like that but um it's it's or not necessarily like random chance but like a right place right time kind of thing yeah no predestination um yeah so she works at a a retail place because i was writing exactly what i know and i was working at walmart and not enjoying it Mm-hmm. um as you might imagine um should, I, should yeah. I say should i say like blue retail establishment i don't think well big walmart's listening to this i don't care um uh, <laughs> uh, she's working there and she's miserable and um when i see i didn't realize this at the time 
but I was actually very depressed for a while. And I didn't realize it because I was like, I don't have any of the symptoms that a lot of people talk about. Um, Cause I didn't know anhedonia was like a thing that could happen to you where you just like, don't enjoy anything anymore. Oh no. Um, which is my personal brand of depression in it. Let me tell you, it's, it's a bummer. It really sucks. Yeah. So like, she's kind of got that. Um, so she's, so the reason she has chosen to be the red one is because she is missing it, it is sort of like a like a, a glitch in the system. So when he's doing a scan of like who would match up with the elements correctly, um, instead of they don't have the green one, which is void, which would be emptiness, which she is full of. Um, so when they scan her first, she would be like a perfect match for void, which they don't have. So it just slots her over to red, which is fire, which is like the thing she is missing, like implicitly. Passion, like, yeah. Yeah. She's just like missing like that, like drive to do stuff. Mm-hmm. So that dominoes into like um like Packy would be really good for uh either either pink or yellow, like the flighty kind of um you know, more more versatile kind of elements. Head in the clouds, um, or like the human element, but like he needs he is like has like Peter Pan syndrome, so he needs to be grounded so they it gives him okay. black, which is earth. So it kind of gives it like the system is not designed to do this, but because it does it, that is what leads to like this a uh, very okay. effective team. Okay. Um, Rather than playing to everyone's strengths, it instead plays to their weaknesses so that they can then overcome those weaknesses exactly, and be yeah. stronger people and a stronger team. Yeah, exactly. So it it, it is um it is giving like giving them like that little bit of what they need um mm-hmm. to like help them get, you know, to like get better and be better yeah. as as people and uh, you know, as a fun result effective superheroes right yeah because yeah. like if if you have someone so beth is like the she's the most like uh figured out of them uh which is why i'm here with her and not mm-hmm. you know uh chelsea or anybody else is uh like so she's missing like that like the passion the, the spark for life like she's like her fire has gone out right mm-hmm. so she gets like that little bit of it and when like when you get that you're like i can't let it go again like i so like yeah. now i have this thing that like I can physically feel fills me up with something that I need. Like, and so I'm going to fight monsters like crazy, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of where her, that like, that's how she is like chosen and like kind of her whole, uh, deal at the start is just like, mm-hmm. Oh, you accidentally, this, this a millennia long selection program that has happened all over the galaxy. You broke it. And now, so now you get red instead of green. <laughs> And um, you know, I guess go nuts with it, be be good. <laughs> so um so that's where she comes from. Yeah. So like since since he mentioned that Beth is the most developed of the of the battle siders, then what kind of a journey does she take as she goes through like the through the narrative that you've got figured out so far? Uh so a lot of it is just is is like that kind of idea of like regaining something that you have lost or mm-hmm. getting something that you need. Uh, it's kind of that stretched over like the course of the thing. So at okay. some point there is, there is uh, the, the, the idea is that there is a, I call it like every time I write it down, it's just capital T capital F the fight. Like there is, there is a point where it's getting bad. Cause mm-hmm. there's a couple, there's a lot of power Rangers tropes that you got like, that happen every time and yeah, you can either yeah. just do them or play with them. And one of my favorites is that they said one monster at a time and they're like, well, that didn't work. We'll try again tomorrow. 
Um, yes. But there's a point where, you know, the Rangers, the, the Battlesiders are pretty good at this. Like, a monster shows up, they're pretty good at putting it down and, like, you know, moving on. They get their big robot, they fight it, they mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it dies, they're not dead. And then, you know, Tellerix, ah, curses. Yeah. Um, so she just decides, like, I'm just going to send a million of them. I'm just going to send as many monsters as I can get because, I like, the... I haven't yeah. exactly nailed down how it works, but, like, she's an alchemist, so mm-hmm. she would, like, I have this element, I will turn it into this mm-hmm. monster. So yeah. no matter, if you can get more of that element, you have as many of that monster as you need, right? Okay, okay. So there's, like, a there's like some sort of fight that happens where everybody is kind of taken mm-hmm. out of commission except for Beth, and then um, she, it's, it's her versus, like, 50 <laughs> monsters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's like, well... I can't let you kill my friends who were unconscious behind me. So, and she like draws a line in the sand. Like, if you cross any one of you crosses this line, you die. And they're like, "What if yeah. we all cross the line?" She goes, "Well, you all die." Yeah. And then it's just a big fight of her just uh, beating things up. Because another fun thing <laughs> that I that I realized later uh, into this into the story is that um, fire is, as an element is basically purely destructive. Yeah. Um, so if you give it to somebody who has like you know, anger issues that she just, like, never really worked past because she, like, was too empty to do anything with it. Things are gonna get hot and spicy very, very fast. It's gonna go, it's gonna go bad for anybody who gets in her way because she's just gonna keep getting hotter and, like, just keep destroying, and and if they're all based on elements, like, Mm -hmm. the one thing everyone can tell you about pretty much anything is if you add fire to it, something's gonna happen, like, you know, if you put water on something, odds are it's just gonna get a little damp, that's, you know, but if you, like, potassium. Let's potassium, then it will explode, which is absolutely yes. a thing that will happen at some point. There like, you go. There the you chemical go. reactions are funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but like if you if you, you know, if you burn anything, yeah. if it gets hot enough, it will be destroyed. And that's kind of at this point, Beth is like, oh, I figured out what I'm best at and it's destroying these monsters. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's just like a hundred chapter, a hundred page fight of her, you know, fighting a bunch of monsters until uh, yeah. her friends can regain consciousness, at which point. She has fought out and she's basically unconscious then, so they gotta, you know, take over and Yeah, yeah. That's part two of the fight. Um mm-hmm. but it's kinda it's kind of that. Um there I mean I don't not to spoil it, because there you know, it might it I mean could spoil happen. it if you want. <laughs> yeah. So like this this thing could happen at some point. If everyone listens to this, just be cool, all right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Be cool. Offer Jake the job, but be cool. <laughs> yeah, look. Be cool, all right? So the the reason they're called Battleside Five is because uh, when I was trying to think of what I, my ideal Power Ranger team is, it's uh, they have modes because I love modes. Anyone mm-hmm. who knows anything about me knows I love a mode. You do. This is documented. So they're like the thing on their chest is like a dial, um, and so they have there's like five points and they can change it, and so they have five different forms that they unlock throughout mm-hmm. the series. Um, except nobody's ever unlocked the fifth form. Like no one just no one knows what it is. It's like basically <gasps> the fifth mythological. Form. Exactly. It's like the it's like mythical and and so at the end mm-hmm. um the 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 final fight you know they're all told like they have no powers cuz like that's the coolest thing about Power Rangers is when they don't have them and they're mm-hmm. like tough. We mm-hmm. got to fight anyway. Like no one else is going to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh so like they are you know powerless and it's like well you're not going to you can't win you don't have powers and they're like yeah well we're going to try anyway and then they unlock the fifth form which is like primal forms of their element right like nice. they just basically become she's like a fire golem like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. p- like in its purest form and so it's basically getting to the end like that's when it's like oh hey you're you're good like you've got it back yeah. you know yeah um 
which is like the last issue, like the second to last issue. It's the finale, basically. Um, good. When we get good. there. So it's just, you know, that's basically her journey. It's just like, you know, because everyone, mm-hmm. like ev- everyone's been there when you've been like, you've been in a hole and you just need your friends to help you out of it and like something. God, yeah. And, you know, and when you finally get out of that hole and you can like, if you like, you can feel like you can breathe again. You're like, oh, I didn't even realize how deep that hole was for like a long time. And mm-hmm. so like that's that feeling is like her you know her journey basically through the thing yeah getting out of the hole <laughs> getting out of the hole yeah because this sucks you look i was in there for a long time and sometimes you go back in the hole but like you know it's easier yeah. to get out once you know how so mm-hmm. um that's but yeah very so, true. so that's that's basically her yeah her her character arc throughout um battle side five whatever medium it takes you know mm-hmm so how then how then will Beth handle it when she is no longer an active duty battle cider? Probably I'm, I'm assuming you're not going to kill them off. <laughs> no, I I'm a I'm a big softy. I don't like bad endings. Um mm-hmm. I <laughs> I like uh I like it's like no matter how cheesy it is, like if there's like hey, everybody's happy now. I'm like, good. Cool ending. Everyone deserved mm-hmm. it. They went through a lot. They should get mm-hmm. the, they should get a happy ending. Um so I think her not being a battle cider is just like would just put her back in the hole basically oh um, no not entirely but the 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 idea i have is that once this is over if there is a continuation it's them basically at like you know still being battle ciders but now they're um they're much more like uh not like freelance but like they you know if there are problems they will go help and and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like Every day at noon, a monster yeah. attacks, and we need to deal with it. It's just like now we have we are superheroes, and we can go do that. Yeah, like going on reserve. Yeah, and so the sequel would be someone steals their powers, obviously, so they couldn't use them anymore. So they had to go find mm-hmm. a new power set, and be- that was basically Bet's driving thing. Is like someday I'm not going to have them anymore, but it's not today. <laughs> so yeah. we're gonna we're gonna need to go get something to replace these, and so we can kick their butts and get our powers back. Mm-hmm. Now, is that is that something that she kind of gets helped through by the other people on the team, like like Packy or uh, or Chelsea or something? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like I the way that like their you know their dynamics work is it's it's mm-hmm. all like kind of five people like leaning on each other and like being or like, six this people is how, or eventually six people like this is how we keep yeah. standing up. Sometimes it's like we just need to lean on each other. So. So a lot of it would be would be, you know, that because like everyone all like at, like you know, Packy mm-hmm. ha- is like he's going through stuff and it's it's yeah. different than the way Beth is. So like they are able to be like, hey, I can see that you are going through this thing, and since I am an outside observer, I can help you through it. And everyone is is like that. So good. It's, it's uh, it's yeah, it's because like, I mean, we've all had rough years. I had I had some I've had some pretty bad ones. So like yeah. you know, sometimes you need that. And, you know, if if you also have superpowers, like, you know, the, things get heightened, but it also is like, hey, you know, at the end of the day, we can go find a monster about it you know, to, like, feel yeah. better. That's, so. that's very true. That That's something that I'm glad is still carrying over from Power Rangers is like, even if you've had a really terrible day, you can go take it out on a bad guy who deserves it. Yeah, sometimes someone's trying to blow up your entire town and, like... That's an okay person to, like, pull out your big fire sword and hit with, you know? There you go. There you go. I support that. And I like I like that idea. I think it's good. I think it, you know, it, took, it took a while to, like, get to that point. Like, because originally it was just, like, here are five characters. They yeah. are, 
you know, here they are. And then <laughs> this, so like this one's the red one. Yeah, it's this it one's very the much, blue one. It very much started out with like she is the red Power Ranger, you know, mm-hmm. blue is smart, uh yellow is more dangerous than anybody else. Uh red is the red is the leader. Red is the leader. You know, but then it's like, well, you need to put you gotta start putting ingredients in each of those soups or else it's just gonna be broth and no one wants that. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. That's a good analogy, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially because then by that metric, a lot of early Power Rangers is just broth of varying degrees of seasoned. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, it's like each person gets one ingredient. Like, like mm-hmm. you get a little bit of garlic and you get a little bit of uh, pepper and, mm-hmm. you know, and that's it. And it's like, okay. Yes. This I would is like just pepper to, with water in it. I would like more to this soup than just hot pepper water. <laughs> so. Oh, that's cursed. <laughs> yeah, just thinking about that is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> also probably says a lot about me as a cook. <laughs> so Look, we can wait, aside, aside from the taco incident, you've proven yourself taco- to be a to be a decent chef. Taco incident was I'm going to blame it on Dyscalcula uh, because it said three quarters of a cup. I looked at the cup. I saw three quarters and I was like, good to go. And it was one and three quarters. And, you know, just the, <laughs> one of the numbers got away from me. And then you have this big taco soup that you got to deal with for a little while and you have to strain it. And you got wet tacos, but they tasted pretty good at the end of the day. So. Oh, here's an interesting question. Okay. So what it since we already established that Beth has, you know, depression yeah (laughs) Um, what are what are some of your other favorite things about her personality like is she a particularly good leader from the jump or does she have to work at it is she Uh, is she a good friend i think uh i I think number one i think she's a a very good friend because um Mm -hmm. like i think like a lot of people are like this but it's especially when you are down like there is like the thing that can like get you to snap out of it even momentarily is like Mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay to, to talk about bad about myself, but if you talk bad about yourself, like yeah. now we're gonna have a problem. Or like if like if something happens that you are sad, now I am angry about it and mm-hmm. we will fix it. Um I, I like that she's a she's like a problem solver. Um yeah. it a lot of it starts out is that when you are fire, every problem looks like kindling, but like <laughs> eventually it gets to the point where she's like she's pretty good at being like, All right, I don't know anything about science, so I'm not sure if you know, whatever will happen will happen, but I know mm-hmm. that X needs to lead to Y eventually. So, um, she gets really good at like that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, but better at more moderate responses to things instead of just nope, burn it down. Yeah, and then so that like and that like that happens, and we get to the fight, and it's it's like no, the the actual good response to this is burn it all down, and she's like, well, I've yes. been waiting for this for a long time, <laughs> so like <laughs> hell yeah. I also like uh one of. One of the traits that I have that I think is good about me is that I don't panic when things go bad. Um, I give myself like five seconds to worry about to like panic, and then it's like, all right, well now now you need to just fix the problem and and deal with it. Um, yeah. And so like I gave that to Beth, so she's really good at going like, ah, okay, we just lost an arm. Uh, okay, reroute power like immediately just being like, okay, here's how we move past this. Um, so she's yeah. really good at doing that kind of thing. Um. Mm-hmm trying to think of any other things going on uh she's also like probably really good at like sweet talking people just because like 
no one expects it. So when she it, like even if yeah. she's like faking niceties, it's it just works because like, oh, I didn't realize you could not scowl. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> sure, let me yeah. give you something. <laughs> yeah, that's valid. Yeah. Especially because like so often and I'm just going to call them like the color-coded heroes archetypes. Like you could mm-hmm. p- pick your poison for which set of color-coded heroes you want to pull from. A lot of the times the 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 leader, the red is not always or often like the face, <laughs> the one who's the one who's willing to, you know, like you said, sweet talk to get something good to happen for them. Yeah, usually like a lot of times in in your various and sundry color-coded heroes, the leader, like the red one is uh, the most bo- or you know when they are different colors like in a ninja turtle situation mm-hmm. leo's kind of the most boring like i like leonardo a lot because i like he i think it's very interesting to be the person who is like actively being responsible mm-hmm. and like like because you know he wants to like let loose but he's like no like yeah. we were taught I'm too this disciplined way for this <laughs> and like i'm too disciplined so like we have to do things the right way but like mm-hmm. i think that's very interesting but like on paper like if you watch like the 1988 Ninja Turtles, that guy is like just like a a bar of soap. Like there's nothing to him. <laughs> he has swords and that's it. Like that's all. Mm-hmm. Like the only different, the only thing different between like him and his actual swords is that he can talk. You know, like there's because like Raph is is like angry. Donnie is smart. Um, mm-hmm. Mikey is the funny party pizza. guy. He likes pizza. He's like he's funny. Leo is a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so like, and if you go yeah. back to Jason, like uh. In the you know early days, Billy's the smart one. Zach's the fun party guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Trini is the. I mean, secretly she's a murder machine because if you pay attention to anything, <laughs> Trini like at one point she kicks someone into a tree and like mm-hmm. I, I swear to God they like the, the putty did not die. The person inside the suit had to have. <laughs> oh no! Um, it's a it's nasty. It's like oh that spine is broken now. Um, and like you know, in, in Green with Evil, like the first person Tommy throws out of the Megazord is Trini because he knows that if he didn't, it would go pretty bad for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Kim is the girl. Um, she's like the she's yeah. girlier, and she's like the you know the fun, and she likes fashion and stuff, and like that mm-hmm. you know Jason it likes karate. Yes. That's it. That's all really about <laughs> Jason. Um, and like obviously, there's a lot more there. Like Austin St. John, like brings something to it but he's like more stoic and he's just kind of like he he becomes like power rangers leader man um and i think he does maybe the best job of it of most red rangers because there is like later on in this in the series and like you've watched most if not all the power rangers i'm I'm assuming um let's just go with yes (laughs) you know how like a lot of times like it it becomes the red ranger show featuring their friend you know his friends yeah Um, yeah if you if you look back to season one like that happens sometimes, but it's it's almost never like it's like it's Jason time. It's it's usually like I'm my role in this group is leader and not like yeah. first Power Ranger. It's so like I think he does a really good job of that. Yeah, um, it's that that is something that I'm very glad that you are kind of like addressing and working through with the battle side five because like even up until. I'm going to say probably, like, at least, like, the mid-aughts, so much of specifically Power Rangers, like, if there was, like, subtlety and nuance to the characters, with some exceptions, a lot of times it was because the actors were giving it to them, and the, but the script was yeah. just, you know, 
cardboard cutouts of you are the yellow ranger you are the silly one you are the green ranger your job is to be horny all the time yeah and then (laughs) but then it's the actors who bring them to more life so i'm very glad to hear that beth and her team are are more complex characters even on the page before they are brought to life in some capacity yeah, because like you know, and, and especially because it, it was originally conceived as a as a comic, so like you can't rely on anybody. Like the characters aren't going to do anything that you don't make them do, right? Like mm-hmm. the you know the the writer and the artist have like kind of it. That's it. Like you write a mm-hmm. thing, someone draws a thing, and then it's out there. It's not like hey, yeah. I wrote this, and then you give it to like a person who's going to make their own choices with with stuff. Like my favorite mm-hmm. Power Ranger is Cat. I don't think that's anybody's favorite Power Ranger but mine. I'm sure there are other people, but, like, you oh, don't yeah. hear about it uh, a lot. But I, she's the bravest Power Ranger. Like, if you watch, like, her whole thing, like, time and time again, she is, like, the bravest Power Ranger, which is a group of brave people. And for her to be, like, the number one. And it's not like it's not like Tommy, who's, like, stupid brave. Like, some people will be like, we can do it. We're just going to do it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like, well, no, you're just, you have baseless confidence. Um, She is just brave and i really really love that about her mm-hmm. so like when you're watching it and you see these like these little things and then you make your own mm-hmm. you decide i'm gonna make my own thing you have to like you have to actively kind of pull that stuff and, yeah. and figure out how to make that come out of people um I yeah. mean, ideally it would be an animated series i think that would be very fun uh, oh cause, yeah you know, definitely you could do a lot i mean there's rumors there's gonna be a power Rangers animated series but like you know when when yeah. papa hasbro tells me personally that's when i'll believe it <laughs> so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I have one wrap-up question to address before we get into, like, the end of it or whatever. Okay. Um, which is, uh, how, uh, not how, um, which is, has Beth made it into anything else that you've done? Uh, I mean, we talked about the, an RPG that we, mm-hmm. that we, we did, uh, <laughs> so that, listed one game that, of. <laughs> that y'all did one game of, um. <laughs> We're talking about on my on Cool Kids Table. We're talking about doing a a Power Rangers game because there's a bunch of different systems. And Alan and I mm-hmm. actually made one a while ago. And we're like, well, if we try that out, and episode hundred's coming mm-hmm. up, so like, you know, maybe we'll we'll figure something out. And yeah. at first, I was like, oh, I'm gonna make Beth. But then I'm like, wait a minute, Beth like exists in a very specific space, and that yeah. that yeah. space is like her team. It's her team, and like this specific world that like I have control over and i like i didn't want to like bring her into something i don't like bring her into things that like is collaborative because a lot of it especially like there's like you know not not that like everyone be like okay we agree that the red ranger is number one but like a lot of it being like i'm the red ranger and like this is what's going on Mm -hmm. if it like it'd be real easy to be like this is the red ranger show if and like everybody else making the thing would like not feel as good about it so i'm like i'll make a character hole from cloth um so I don't think she's particularly gotten into anything um okay. unless there are unless throughout anything I've I've you know any podcast or anything there have been references to Power Rangers in whatever world being Battleside 5 then like then she's there but it's just the character from this so yeah um I'm pretty notoriously anti crossover and yeah um, I'm aware you know, of this <laughs> this is known <laughs> It's known, um, and a lot of it is because I think when you separate characters from their stories, they lose purpose, and, like, mm-hmm. I don't like that a lot. 
So, like, that's kind of how I feel about a lot of things when you cross them over. So I feel like if you take Beth and you put her in something else, if it is not as close to that, you know, the story that, that you know, that is Battleside yeah. 5 as it can be, I feel like she loses a lot of purpose. And, and so I haven't really, you know, done anything to that effect yet anyway. Yeah, I get that. You know, I reserve the right to, to use her as something yeah. somewhere, but, you know, but... Currently, she kind of lives in in a specific place. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Okay, so then, uh, is there anything that you want to talk about with Beth that we haven't already discussed? Um, anything that needs to be mentioned before we go into the last question? Uh, I don't think so. I I don't. I mean, like the second we hit done, probably mm-hmm. yes. But right now, <laughs> I can't think of anything. Oh. We we didn't discuss what is her like. You obviously since they're themed after the classical elements in alchemy, like yeah. you know she is fire. But what is their kind of like visual theme? Like what's her Zord like, or her uh, or her her robot vehicle, whatever her, her, whatever yeah. term you're calling it. <laughs> yeah, her uh, nondescript giant robot. So I was trying to think of what um like how you would make elements into robots that you could put together mm-hmm. to make a, like a, a person shaped robot. And the only thing I could come up with is smaller person shaped robots. Yeah. Um, because my favorite, one of my favorite Zords is, are the shape Zords from the second half of Zeo mm-hmm. where they are, they're people and then they turn yeah. into a bigger person. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's uh, hers is like small. It's like, a, like a shorter one um, that is like fire themed and, you know, has okay. like the, the flame licks coming off of it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think she ends up being yeah. the legs. Um, okay. Like, okay. Like just entirely the legs and everybody else is like the top part, but she is like that because she's short, but like stocky. Like she's just like, if mm-hmm. you took like a five foot 10 person of average build and just squished them down a little bit. Yeah. Um, so she's like very densely packed. And uh, so her Zord like reflects that. Okay. Um, Cause also fire, like you don't need a lot of it to destroy stuff. Like fire and on any scale is dangerous. So like I, yes. I like the idea that like hers is little. Like Packy's like rock, so he's like this. You know, he's earth, so he's this huge guy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Chelsea's air, so she's like also much smaller and like kind of lithe. Um, uh, Aaron's is is water, so he's like pretty lanky. He's his like sword's like really lanky, and I just like the idea that like here's just like, this like tiny fire one that is like. Yeah, the other ones used to like they throw it at the monster when they're you know before they put everything nice. together and um and she's just this like blunt instrument that is you know a fireball basically. Mm-hmm. Cool, that's neat, and I'm glad that we addressed that in Beth, who is a color coded ranger hero. Yes. <laughs> okay, so your last question then is, why do you love Beth so much? This is a good this is a good final question. I don't know if anyone's told you this. This is a really good final question for the show. <laughs> Thank you. Came up with it myself. <laughs> <laughs> good job. You nailed it. Um I love Beth because she she's like the like parts of me that I had like no control over when I was a 20 something mm-hmm. and it's like she is like the the version like the best possible version of that that like can do something about it cuz like, you know, mm-hmm. When you live at home and work retail and like you're in a lot of college debt from a college that did not work out like you finished, yeah. but like it didn't do anything for you. Um, yeah. Like, you you know, and you're in the hole like she is she is like that part of me that I'm like, but she can get out like, you know, mm-hmm. and so and that's one of the also she's just like 
she's like mean and fun and cool so you know yeah, i like yeah, i just yeah. like yeah, Jake she's, standard. Cool. she's great yeah. she's mean she's fun she's cool yeah that is a very good reason and i am i am glad to hear that because <laughs> I, I actually you know what i don't think i actually have anyone who's been on the show who's brought a character where they're like yeah this character has done some uh really terrible things and so actually i'm not like i appreciate what they were here for but i don't love them so who yeah knows? <laughs> i don't know maybe someday Mm-hmm. i mean like i have no plans to stop this podcast anytime soon right but i feel like a lot you know if someone's coming on this show they're gonna want to talk about someone they like they can gush about so yeah yeah um, really i mean that's the so whole that's literally the whole point that's, of the, show. The, that's the point right so like no one's gonna be yeah. like i like this i have one character that's like kind of a dink <laughs> like uh, you know and not in the way that like you love because like oh yeah to want a real dink but like i love her she's you know mm-hmm. my my worst child just a terrible <laughs> terrible monster <laughs> I don't think she's the worst, but I definitely understand where you're coming from with that. I mean, she, I, yeah, I mean, she's, I, who knows? Who knows who the, who the worst is? <laughs> mm-hmm. She's up there, though. Rose might be also the worst. She's very mean. Rose Rose is pretty mean a lot of the time. All my kids are, because they're just like, you know. I'll let you decide that. <laughs> all right, well, you know, it's, it's Steeg, isn't it? Yeah, I, I would, <laughs> I would, I would argue that probably Steeg. He, he is kind of the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But he has, a, he has a great name. He does. He does. Fantasy names where you just replace a consonant is my favorite. And he's just Stegan. Mm-hmm. Or Steeg for short. Yeah. Uh, speaking of names, Beth, uh, her her last name is Wister, which is spelled W-O-R-C-E-S-T-E-R. Uh, there's a town in Massachusetts. Uh, it's Worcester. Uh, mm-hmm. But nobody up here pronounces it like that. Everyone pronounces it yeah. Worcester. So. Yeah. Yeah. Worcester is where one of my aunts is from, actually. Oh, nice. Um <laughs> It's a, you know, it's as far as northern towns in North Mass, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lot. There's a lot of grosser ones, but uh, yeah. Also, a lot of people put H's in there and call it like Worcester. And I don't know no. where that I no. don't know where that's coming from. So. No, <laughs> it's, ju- it's just Worcester or in Beth's case, Worcester. Worcester. Yeah. Because language is made up anyway. Who cares? Yep, it's all fake. It, you know, it's all everyone. Everyone decided on how things are going to be when it soon as it leaves their mouth <laughs> so mm-hmm. doesn't anything mm-hmm. can go yeah anything goes it's all made yeah. up who cares <laughs> <laughs> the points don't matter yeah okay I, I can't think of a better way to say into this so thank you for thank you so much for being on the show jake it was a delight to have you on thank you very much for having me back i i, ha- I had a lot of fun i never get to gush about beth uh everyone <laughs> wants to hear about rose uh or or shell or tuatha and like that's understandable. They're yeah. arguably more popular, and people know who they are. So like, I like that I got to bring one of mine out of the out yeah. of the mothballs. So that was nice. Yeah, and you are always welcome on to talk about if you want to talk about Rose again, or if you want to talk about any of your other OCs. Like they are also all welcome on the show. I hope you know that. Okay, good to know. Well, in, in fifty episodes, I'll be back with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'll bu- we'll go ahead and reserve a spot on the calendar for you in twenty twenty. Yeah, <laughs> or twenty twenty two. I was like, that's now. Oh no, because we're in twenty twenty. I know, Jeez. right? It's hard to believe, huh? We're yeah. almost. We're more than halfway through it, which is shocking to be yes. completely honest. Yeah. God, time time doesn't exist. Time nope. is fake. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> You've all heard yep. it before. And here we are. And here we are. 
So, Jake, where can you be found on the internet? Because I know you have things that you want to promote and talk about. Yes, uh, I've got I'm several. I'm going to take a drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take everyone, everyone get comfortable. So uh, mm-hmm. there's the Morphin Grid, which is my Power Rangers podcast. Uh, you can hear all about my Power Rangers opinions. Uh, you can also hear Christina. You're on uh, an episode yeah. this season of Ninja Storm. It was very fun. Um, we're we're in Ninja Storm currently. I'm assuming this is going to go up soon. It's going up on Monday. <laughs> Not for much longer. We're actually... Like recording wise, we're almost done recording. Uh, we're like seven, eight, or eight episodes ahead, which has never happened before. Um, yeah, so that's pretty nice. Uh, what a concept, so that, huh? I know it's weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. It feels it feels too prepared, and it's not. A, I'm not a fan. Um, so I got that. We got Pokemon World Tour, which is a town by town, um, like audio let's play of Pokemon, the Pokemon World. Yeah. We're in uh, Hoenn right now. It's Pokemon discussion. Yeah, we actually took another break. Um, our last episode is like is about Pokemon Island from Pokemon Snap, um, mm-hmm. because it's episode sixty four. Um, and then I moved, yeah. and we haven't recorded since then. So soon it'll be up. There's yeah. Pokemon World Tour United, which is a Pokemon actual play, uh, and it's uh very fun. And we're we're getting back in the swing of it, and uh, a lot of good stuff. There's the trial captain. We had a guest on for the last one. And played laser tag. It was very dope. Nice. There's Kingdom Smarts, which uh, Shannon Maynard has 30 minutes uh, a week to explain as much about Kingdom Hearts as she can to me. We're talking about Recoded right now, which uh, mm-hmm. is weird and then kind of dumb, but I like the way it's dumb. And then it got really dumb uh, yeah. the last episode that hasn't aired yet. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's there it is. I was waiting for this to happen. Here it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's Cool Kids Table, which is uh, uh, just an actual play show. We play a bunch of different games. We play uh, the Sequinox, which is our Magical Girls one, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the Fallen Gods. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah. Stieg is from uh, uh, Ryutama, which Ryutama. was like, it was like our first game we played. It's a long time ago. We've been like trying to get back to it, but we just like keep not doing it, even though it was fun. So mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of there's a lot of fun stuff there. Um, what else do I do? Hard reboot, where we take public domain properties and reboot them. Uh, that's very fun. There should be an episode coming out soon. We've been on accidental hiatus because again, 2020 is the longest decade of our lives. Yeah. Um, so, but we are, our, our one episode came out like two weeks ago and I just sent Matt, um, Matt usually edits it, but I edited one so we could like kind of get it out quicker. Um, and I just sent that to him today. So that should be up soon. And I edit Gem Jammer, mm-hmm. um, which you may have heard of, uh, from Annie. Yes. I think she, she did Jill on the show, right? I'm sure she Yeah. Yeah. It. That was literally like th- two or three episodes ago. Pretty recently. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I edit that show. So if you like the way it sounds, mm-hmm. that's on me. Uh, if you don't like yes. the way it sounds, uh, Someone not to, named Jake does it. I don't know who to blame it on. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't want to be mean to anyone specifically, so it's also mm-hmm. on me. Sorry. Um, yeah, and I think that's it. I had Sailor oh, Business too. Spectre. Oh, Inspector! I do a James Bond podcast where uh, me and Matt J from the Super Sentai Brothers and a guest talk about a James Bond movie for like three hours. Uh, it's mm-hmm. very long, but it's always very fun. Uh, if if you want to dip your toes in, uh, the episode on. I think it was for your eyes only. Uh, we had Claire Mulcairn on, and uh, mm-hmm. it was just an absolute blast because she is a treasure yeah. to podcast with. So yeah, I've I've only ever heard a couple of things that Claire has been on, but she sounds just like an absolute like podcast, like a podcast machine. Like she, she just- is a a great game. If you can get her on your show, she is very fun. Uh, we have a very specific kind of stupid energy on Morphin Grid, and. It's hard for anyone to match that, mm-hmm. and she just like mm-hmm. took off running with it, and so it's, it's really fun. Um, <laughs> it is. So yeah, go listen to all those shows, um, and I'm also on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason if you want to th- listen to me <laughs> talk about manga kind of exclusively right now. 
you know what? That's valid. Yeah, at least it's not volleyball. I moved on from volleyball. I mean, I'll never move on from my volleyball boys, but I I have stopped reading. It's over, so I haven't, you know, I I haven't started rereading it again yet. So uh, (laughs) you are free from that for a little while. Yeah. Oh, hey, also, there's there are Patreons for the Hey Jake and Josh uh, general franchise and also one specifically for Kingdom Smarts. And yeah. also, is there is the CKT one still a thing? Yeah, it's a, yeah that one's like just a tip jar, basically. Um, okay. okay. That's uh, patreon.com slash uh, Hey Jake and Josh, Kingdom Smarts, or CKT Cast, respectively. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's just a tip jar because we're like, because they were changing stuff and we're like, if we get in now, we won't be affected by the changes. So we just made it and we're like, if you want to give a dollar or five dollars, do whatever you want. We, you know. Mm-hmm. We have we've crossed a milestone, so we need to figure out nice. what we're going to do about that. So there you go, there you go. Yeah. Milestones are great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, if you got anything else, uh, speak now or forever hold your peace. Otherwise, I'm going to do my outro. <laughs> I think that's it. I genuinely think that's all the things I do. <laughs> so okay. I think I think we're good for now. Okay. Cool. In that case, then I'm going to go ahead and do my outro. The Home for Prey Widow Seas is a part of the Corner Podcast Network. It can be found on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, since iTunes is apparently dying slowly or quickly, um, Google Play, Acast, and Stitcher. Our theme song is Violet by Pottington Bear, courtesy of the Free Music Archives. New episodes come out on the second and fourth Mondays of the month. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we can be found on Twitter at WaywardOCPod or through the WaywardOCPod hashtag. You can also email us at waywardocpod at gmail.com. And I do currently have the next couple of guests lined up, but if you or someone you know is interested in being on the show, uh, feel free to drop me a line or uh, contact me, or not contact me, or fill out the Google form that is currently the pinned tweet on the Wayward Twitter account, because that will get your OC and you in contention to be on a future episode of the show. And I am trying to be better about getting back to people in a timely fashion when they submit things. So I make no promises about when you might be on the show, but I will do my best to at least talk to you about it. <laughs> and of course, uh, this is a podcast, so it's always incredibly helpful if you can uh, subscribe and rate us on your listening platform of choice, and ideally also leave a review, because those all help us to find a wider audience and to brighten more people's days. And also, before I forget, please wash your hands, um, donate to your local bail fund. Wear a mask um, if you're going outside. Yes, yes, wear a mask if you're if you're going outside, if you're going to be in an enclosed space with people who you don't already live with. Yeah. Um, or go support the Lebanon, uh, the Lebanon Red Cross because they are specifically helping to provide relief to the people who were injured in that giant explosion, which is currently uh, circulating yeah. on social media, which sucks terribly yeah so, i saw it i not yeah. to get too grim but i saw satellite photos of before and after and it is bananas yeah. so they could yeah. really use some help right now yeah on the positive side there's also been a lot of pictures circulating of like lebanese people you know like specifically like okay everyone like grab your masks and a broom we're gonna go sweep up some some dirt yeah that's <laughs> and, nice. everyone coming together in, in the yeah. wake of something terrible is is nice to see but uh yeah. the red cross also could use somebody to help them out <laughs> yeah yeah so specifically donate to the red cross in lebanon i've heard that there are apparently a lot of other organizations that say that they donate to the red cross but the red cross is actually vetted and uh, and you know the Lebanese people approve of it, so that one's yeah. good. Yeah. Excuse me, that one's good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think I'm done with the PSAs for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you all for listening. This has been the Unfortunate OCs, and we hope you enjoyed your stay.
I'm sorry for bringing that up. The opportunity I mean, was too good to resist. Not even look, honestly, not even the worst I've ever done at cooking. If anyone would like to know about the time I burnt <laughs> cereal, like like regular oh coal God. cereal. J- Jacob, are you serious right now? Ser- hand to God. Uh, oh my it's, God. It's very easy. <laughs> If you put Lucky Charms in a styrofoam bowl in the microwave, there's a lot of miscalculations to get to this point. Oh my god. Look, sometimes you're home from, sick from school and you're 15, and you know you don't know how to make oatmeal, but you yeah, do want that's... hot cereal. And so, you know, then just you push one domino over, and then sooner or later you have a bowl of cereal on fire. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it can it can happen. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm Jake. I'm Josh. I'm Shannon. And I'm Alan. And we're the Cool Kids Table, a RPG podcast about sh**teens. And magical girls. And really bad D&D heroes. And just any other stuff we can get our hands on. And our D&D heroes aren't that bad. We didn't actually plan what to say for this, so I hope you're into people flying by the seat of their pants and just incapable of playing game systems correctly. And bad puns. Wonderful puns. So you can get all this and more every other Sunday over at the Cool Kids Table. And And you you can can sit sit with with us. us.